Welcome to the Gas Street Podcast. Our vision as a church is to be light for the city. We really hope you enjoy this message. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Becky. Oh, it is so good to be here. It's so good to see all your faces from the front to the back. It's great if you're joining us online. Well, today, for a few moments now, we are going to be thinking about Jesus as the King, as we remember the story of Palm Sunday. So I thought, Gas Street, because we're thinking about kings and royal things, we might begin today with a bit of a Gas Street quiz. Yeah? Can I have a whoop, please, from the room? Whoop! So for the Gastreet Royal Quiz, which is a quiz about kings and queens and royal things, I'm going to need three volunteers. My first volunteer needs to be from this section here. Yes, you, come on up, come on up, come on, come, come. And my second volunteer needs to be from this section here. I'm looking for a grown-up. We've got a child. Come on, is there a grown-up among us that's feeling bold and confident? You're being pointed at by your daughter. Yeah, you, yeah, 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 I think so. Come on, come to the front. Brilliant. You're going to face this way. You're going to face this way. This is your team here. Okay, come here to the front. He's been nominated by a child next to him. He looks very reluctant. Give him a little cheer. Come stand here. Face this way. I need someone from here who's... Yeah, come on, you. You look very keen. Amazing. Thank you. Come and stand and face this team here. You are over here going to cheer for... What's your name? Aroha. Say it again. Aroha. Aroha. Is that right? Can we say, go Aroha! Aroha! Brilliant. Over here, you're going to be cheering for... Matthew. Can we say, go Matthew? Go Matthew! And over here, we are going to be cheering for... Hannah, go. You've got it. Now, it's all very straightforward. There are three rounds, very short rounds. The first round is going to be multiple choice. So, each of you will be given three little cards with A, B, and C on them, okay? So, here we go. A, B, uh, there for you. Okay, next. And over here. Now, you're going to be given four questions. And if you think it's A, you hold your A. If you think it's B, you hold your B, and C, you hold your C. And will you face your direction so everyone that's supporting you knows what you're going for? Are we ready? Round one. Question one. How old was Queen Elizabeth II, that's our queen, when she became the queen? Was she A, 25, B, 26, or C, 27? Five, four, three, two, one. We've got A, A, and A. You're all right. Brilliant. Go Hannah, go Hannah, go Matthew, go Matthew, go Aruha. Right, we are. All right. Enough. Don't get too excited, everybody. Question number two. Which English king had the longest reign? Was it George I, A, George II, B, or George III, C? George I, second or third, A, B, C. Hold them up. We've got B over here. We've got... C, and we've got B. Matthew's right. It's C. Question number three. What was the name... Are we ready? What was the name of the first woman to rule England as queen? Was it A, Mary, B, Bertha, or C, Matilda? A, Mary, B, Bertha, C, Matilda. We've got... Okay, we've got three A's. You are all wrong. 
Do you know what? It was Matilda. Nobody knew. I didn't know. Matilda, Queen Matilda. I would have said Mary as well. Never mind. The final question of round one. Are you ready for this? Who was the last king to have a beard? A, George IV, B, George V, or C, George VI? A, George IV, B, George V, we've got, let's see. We're going for B, we're going for C. Hannah, what have you got over here? You got B. Hannah and Matthew are right, it's B! Okay, we're gonna move swiftly into round two. Can I have your cards back, everybody, because you will no longer need them. And for this round, you are going to need, thank you very much, a scooter. Pick your scooter. You have an elephant. Here we are, pick your scooter. Which one would you like? Woo, a crocodile. And over here, Hannah, you can have a pig or a roast chicken. Pig, they want the pig. Okay, can we just have a practice, Hannah? Yes, practice. Squeak it, squeak it. Yes, brilliant. This is all about speed, round two. You are going to be asked four questions. The first to scoot will answer the question. Question number one, are we ready? <laughs> Eliminated from round one, what's the answer? Uh, no, okay, right. So the first round is for the two of you. No, that's far too harsh. That was just a warm up. I'll be kind to you. Okay, question one. Who sings? I just can't wait to be king in the lion kick. That was Hannah. Simba. It's Simba! <laughs> Question two. I've got a feeling you're going to be good at this. In Frozen, do you like Frozen? Yeah. Elsa is crowned as queen of which kingdom? Oh, 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 I'm sure the croc just got in there first. Go on. Do you know what it was called? Arinda. Yes! Right, question three. What animal is King Julien in Madagascar? Oh, Hannah. What, you, oh, oh. Lemur. It's a lemur! Yes, you're doing very well indeed. Very well indeed. And question number four of round two. In the nursery rhyme, Queen of Hearts, what is the queen baking on a summer's day? Oh, elephant. Is it a pie? Queen of Hearts baking a pie. No, close, close. Any, either of you want to have a go? Not quite a pie. Hannah? Is it a tart? It's a tart! Right, Sophie, come here a minute, please. At the end of round two, can you just give us the scores so far? Our wonderful, um, my assistant, Sophie, is helping. So we've got Aroha on two points. There we go. Woo! We have got... Matthew on a solid three points, but in the lead with five points. It's Hannah. Right, for the final round, we are going to a round of royal rhymes, everybody. How's your rhyming, Aroha? Yeah, I'm sure you can do this. You've got this. Right, I'm going to give you a word. You have to be the first to scoot in with a rhyme. So to give you an example, if I were to say prince, you might say scoot, mince. Okay, are we ready? Word number one. Matthew looks confused. It's okay. Okay. King. Hannah. Sing. Yes! I'm going to try one for Aroha over here without a scoot. We'll just try. Okay. Aroha, can you think of any word that rhymes with queen? 
like, you know if you have baked ones on toast? Baked? the scooters. Word number three. Rain. Hannah, you're very good. Insane. Ooh. Yes! <laughs> Took me by surprise, that one. Okay, the final word. Are we all ready? Get your crocodile ready. Come on, Matthew. Come on, Aroha. Come on, Hannah. Crown. Oh, Hannah. Frown. Round. Very good indeed. Okay. Can I please take the scooters back? Elephant, crocodile, stay here, stay here, Matthew, don't go running away yet. Okay, I'm sorry, you can't keep the piggy. Okay, you can keep the piggy for a little bit, that's fine. I want it back at the end though, Hannah, don't steal the pig. Now, it is time for the final scores. Where's Sophie? Sophie, come. Tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us. So, three points in third place goes to Aroha! <laughs> Actually, we've got a joint second, I guess. Have we? Sophie, this ruins things. Go on, what's, what's going on? We've got Matthew also on three points. Brilliant. Yes. And then, with an almighty eight points, Hannah! Hannah! Can I have a round of applause for Aroha and Matthew, everybody? You can go and sit down. You can go and sit down, my darling. Hannah! Hannah! Hannah, come back. Now, I have got something better than a prize for you today, Hannah. Because what you didn't know when you took on this quiz was this. Whoever was the winner of the Gas Street Royal Quiz today was going to be crowned the Queen of Gas Street! So, Hannah, um, we need to make you into a queen. Will you come and just stand at the front here now for me for a moment? Um, now, can we just help a bit? Because Hannah does not really look to me much of a queen at the moment. She's very beautiful. No, you're very beautiful. Um, but what would a queen wear on the head, everybody? What would they wear on the head? A crown! Do we have a crown? Do we have a crown? So, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Hannah, we're going to put a crown on you. What, what might a queen wear? I mean, I like your jacket, but I don't think a queen would rock up in this jacket. What might a queen wear? Yes. What do we think? Yes. Do we have a robe? We have a robe. Okay. Yes, here we go. Hannah. Oh, thank you. Wonderful. Can we pop this round your shoulders? Okay, we are going. This is amazing. This is amazing. You're looking very, very royal now. Um, now, I don't think we can leave our queen to stand. This is just not fair. You can't stand through the service. I'm not going to put you on a bog standard chair, though. Has anybody got a throne anywhere? Any thrones? At the back there. Can anyone see it? Oh, that's so kind of you. But you know, we need something that's just a little bit more comfortable and royal. And re wait a minute. Here's one I made earlier. Can we, can we put the queen up here, please? Come and be seated, uh, Queen Hannah. Come and be seated here. How marvelous. Um, and actually, I think we need to roll out some kind of red carpet now, um, if we could. I'm sure that a queen would have a red carpet up the stairs of Gas Street, don't we think? Yep, absolutely. Mar oh, look at this. Regal. Let's just lay this before Queen Hannah. Are you feeling good? Thank you. You are really getting into roll here, Hannah. It's, it's amazing. You're loving this, I can tell. Um, now, when Hannah finishes, sorry, Queen Hannah finishes her time at Gas Street, she's going to need to get home. We cannot put a queen on the bus. What are we going to do? How is a queen going to travel? A limo. a limo! Anyone got a limo? No? Anyone? Any other way? How else? What do you think? A horse. I like it. Hannah, would you like a horse? Would you? Who'd like
like to be Hannah's horse. You would. You would. Come here, you've already got your hand up. Come and be Hannah's horse. Here we go now. The royal horse. Yes, come here. What's your name? Rafa. Rafa, you are now the horse Maximus Rafferus. Okay, Maximus Rafferus. But you know what? I am not going to put any ordinary ears upon this horse. This is a royal horse. You get a crown as well. Come and sit beside Queen Hannah. Oh! You're a wild horse. There we go. Okay. Hannah, can I just ask, are you feeling powerful and important? Indeed. Um, is there anything you'd like to request from the minions here? Pray every day. Oh, very good indeed. Very good. Anything you'd like to eat or drink while we're here? Oh, some chocolate would be nice. Okay, if anyone can find chocolate, please, we would like some chocolate brought to the front for the Queen. Could we all stand together now and declare Gas Street Central? We are going to say all hail Queen Hannah. Are we ready? One, two, three. All hail Queen Hannah. Be seated. Thank you very much. Now, this is very exciting, and this is warming us up beautifully, because I want you to imagine that you were alive now in the time of Jesus. You were the crowds that witnessed him feeding the 5,000. You were the ones that heard about the rumors that he'd healed people, that he'd even raised people from the dead. You'd been at the party where he turned water into wine. And by now, all of us here are getting really excited because we know that Jesus is not just an ordinary human being. He's something special. In fact, this Jesus is like some kind of king. And rumor has it today, everybody, that Jesus is about to come into Jerusalem. So we've gathered. We're excited. We're expectant. And surely King Jesus is going to look something like this. Shall we go into the Bible story and find out? Are you excited? Me too, let's watch this. Hello and welcome to the Holy One Show. I'm Alex Jones and with me, Matt Baker. And today you join us in the illustrious surroundings of Jerusalem. We're gonna need your imagination on this one. We have so much in store for you today, later, we'll be heading to Gordon Ramesses' new restaurant where you can find out how to make the most of your leftover manna. And we'll be joined by King Solomon in the studio who will be performing tracks of his latest album, Songs of Solomon, Greatest Hits. But first, we turn our attention to the events of yesterday. Yes, in a day being labelled as Palm Sunday, we saw wild jubilations for the arrival of the king. It was a day like no one expected. Earlier today, we sat down with some local residents to find out exactly what went down. It felt like any other morning at first. Crumpets for breakfast, gas street live at 10.30, until our neighbour popped round. Karen pops round, saying we should head down to the Holder Gate because this guy named Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. I knew all about it, of course. I'd got there early to get a good view and a bunch of families had already thrown their towels down. Someone even bought a picnic. I'm a carpenter myself, so I've always been a big fan of Jesus. Plus he did that thing with those people. Anyway, I was expecting this big triumphal entry. What with him being the King of Kings and all? A Rolls Royce chariot, two great stallions, a crown bejeweled in dazzling diamonds. Or at least that's what I imagined in my head. You are talking about Jesus here. It had to be pretty cool. I mean, you would expect something spectacular. Fireworks, a live band. He is the Messiah after all. This was Jesus, the King of Kings, 
the man claiming to be the son of God. Yet what happened next, no one could have predicted. We grabbed all these palm branches and just started waving them. It was wild. And then I looked up to the Mount of Olives. And there he is, but I thought I'd forgotten my glasses. You should have seen what he came down on. A donkey. A blooming donkey! A grey horse! A baby donkey too. I didn't understand. I mean, where was the Rolls Royce or the paparazzi? <laughs> I was minding my own business, to be honest. Then these two men come grab me and the holy looking man hops on my back. I couldn't believe it. I've done children's parties, but never a triumphal entry for a king before. It was just so unexpected. At first I was shocked, but then I was just like, this is incredible. And we started shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna. I had tears in my eyes. Keith's allergic to donkeys. I'll never forget it. It was a sight to behold. The whole crowd went crazy. It was amazing. I mean, seriously, who does that? Greatest Palm Sunday of all time. As we walked the streets of Jerusalem, we found that many have been asking themselves the question, who is Jesus and what have we just seen? I've got absolutely no idea, Alex, but after the break, we're going to be heading into Ramesses' restaurant to find out how to turn your leftover manna into a feast fit for a pharaoh. Wasn't that brilliant? Should we give a round of applause to our youth and Max and Sophie? Uh, now, the first thing I have to say is we have got chocolate. Thank you very much. And I wonder if you'd like to feed this to your horse, actually. That might be nice, King Hannah. I'm sure your horse would appreciate a little chocolate egg. But wait a minute. Can I just say this was not what I was expecting. I don't think it was what any of us were expecting, was it? In fact, I feel now like we are gonna have to rewind a little bit because we've just heard that Jesus, the King, did not ride into Jerusalem looking like this. We thought he was gonna have a crown, robes, a strong horse, but no. Jesus came in his ordinary clothes on a humble little working donkey. So, Queen Hannah, could you just come and stand here? I, I'm really sorry, but did Jesus have a crown? No, we're gonna take that off. Could you please take your robe off as well? I'll give you your coat back. Uh, here we go, Hannah. You know, you're back to your ordinary clothes now. And um, I'm sorry, but I don't think Jesus was sitting on a throne, do you? No? Here we go. There you go, James. You want a cushion to sit on? There you go. Could I please get the throne removed? Thank you. Jesus did not have a throne. What about a red carpet? Did he have a red carpet? No. no. In fact, the people kind of felt he should, so they started to chuck other things like their coats up, but he certainly didn't have a red carpet. Would you like that, Tim? You can put that over your shoulders. Feel all royal. Here we go. Ah, and now, what about Maximus Raphius? Would you like to stand up for me, our fair kingly horse? I think we're going to have to go through a bit of a transformation now. How do you feel about being a donkey? Heel. Oh, good! Oh! His comic timing is everything. Genius! Um, now, I was slightly wondering whether we'd have someone a bit taller. I think this might end up squashing you slightly, but I'm going to try. In fact, do you mind, Hannah, just helping to slot this over our donkey's head? Um, and I'll hold it at the top. Here we go. Here we go. It goes right down, right down, so you can breathe. Brilliant. Would you like to just, let's have a little parade. Would you like to follow? Come on, Hannah. This is what it was like. And no, no don't, don't jump off the stage. Back, yes. Here we go. Other way. Other way. Let's just do a little. Right, that, oh, quick, quick, quick. Right. 
Oh, you really are getting into role. Okay, I don't, okay. I think we'll just take the donkey head off. Can I have a round of applause for Hannah and Rafi, please? You can go and sit down. Go and sit down. Live, live church, right. Um, what's so incredible, of course, is that Jesus did this on purpose. It's no accident that in his ordinary clothes, he picked a donkey and he chose to say, here I am, I'm your king. This is what true power looks like. Because you see, when we come into the kingdom of Jesus, it's topsy-turvy. It's upside down. Have any of you read this story? Put your hand up if you've read this book. Anyone a fan of the Mr. Men? Anyone read Mr. Topsy-Turvy? Yeah, it's one of our favorites. It was one of my favorites. Mr. Topsy-Turvy. His kingdom is upside down and back to front. He wears his hat upside down. He lives in a house that's upside down. He walks backwards. It's as if he lives in an opposite universe. And the reality is that when we come into the kingdom of Jesus and we walk like Jesus walked, we end up really living in an opposite universe where all the rules are upside down and topsy-turvy. So we think, don't we, and we're told that our kingdom, where we can find true power, true importance, is in stuff like wealth and crowns, or in the position and the role of a king, or in the strength of a horse that this stuff is power. And Jesus says, no, in my kingdom, power is found in humility, in love, and in peace. Jesus brings a topsy-turvy kingdom on Palm Sunday. Now, it doesn't always feel like it, does it? It doesn't always feel like that's true power. Put your hand up if you're at school at the moment, yeah? Pop your hand up if you're school age or your youth, a splattering of hands. I can see some of you here. Now, when I was at school, there was one particular year of my life when I would be around your age where I was really badly bullied by three people. They picked on me. They, they said mean things to my face. They said mean things behind my back. They lied about me. And every day was hard. Some of you might have been through that. And actually, it doesn't stop when we're children. Some of the grown-ups, you'll go to work and you'll feel like you're picked on. Maybe even in your own families, maybe in your neighborhoods, you've had experiences where you feel like there's this horrible power over you. And that can feel like true power. But the really exciting and amazing thing for us as Christians is that we know that's not true power. Power that shouts and is brash and bullies and puts down. No, the true power is found in Jesus Christ who comes into the world ruling in peace and love and humility and sacrifice. That's the magic. That's the true power. That's the stuff that really changes lives and really makes an impression and a difference in our world. That is true power. So actually, do you know what? If you feel a little bit small sometimes and a bit weak, maybe put down, maybe ordinary, a bit like the donkey, bit like Jesus in his ordinary clothes. The really exciting thing in the kingdom of God as God's people is that that is the best place we can be. Because there's a verse in the Bible that says God's strength works best 
through weakness. God's power works best through weakness. And in fact, it says I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses. This is Paul writing, so that the power of Christ can work through me. It's an amazing and encouraging truth. Now, when I was going into school and I felt bullied, my mum used to say to me, Becky, just imagine you have a shield around your heart. You know, there might be darts and mean words thrown at you, but imagine that you have a shield of God's protection around you, which was so comforting and so helpful. But of course, it's even better than that. Because when we walk with Jesus and we walk in the way he walked, we actually have him not just around us, protecting us, we have him living in us. His power comes and lives inside. And of course, that power can help us to continue to walk in love and humility even in the dark places. And it can give us courage and boldness to speak out against the bullies, against the dark powers. That's what Jesus does. And of course, a week from now, we are going to be celebrating Easter. We'll remember Good Friday, the day that Jesus died, and then we will celebrate Easter together. And if there was ever in the world a sign of weakness, it was the cross. You know, when Jesus died on the cross, everyone looking on would have thought, well, that's it. He's defeated. How weak, how pathetic. And we all know that in the topsy-turvy kingdom of God, the cross was the ultimate power to each and every one of us and to the world and the greatest demonstration of God's love. So in a moment as I come to finish, we're going to come up and we're all going to be given a palm cross. The palm cross reminds us of those palm leaves, the palm leaves that people ripped off the trees because they knew somehow this was a king and we need to wave a flag or something, but all we've got are leaves and coats, so let's wave something because he's amazing. And the palm cross helps us to remember Palm Sunday. And in a moment, as you come up and you take your cross, there are two things I'd love you to reflect on. Firstly, it's a little chance again to hold that cross in your hand and remember that the power of Jesus lives in you. It lives in you no matter how you feel, and that makes you extraordinary. And it gives you the power and the boldness and the confidence to go and shine with his love and his peace and his power into the world and make a difference wherever you are. And that's the second thing I'd love you to reflect on. Take a moment with that cross in your hand to think about the places where you bring power. And to be honest, wherever there are people, you have a chance to bring power. So if you're at school, you can be powerful, by showing love and kindness to your friends. And if you're at home, you can show the power of Jesus by forgiving your siblings. I know it's hard. And for all of us, no matter how old we are, we all carry power with us, the power to shine like Jesus shone into the lives of others and to trust in his transforming power. Thanks for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. If you want to find out more, visit our website gastric.org or follow us on Instagram at Gastric Church.